everyone. Welcome back to today's podcast, Hope for Today. So what does God have us doing today? Where does God have us going today? What does God need to remind us of and tell us today? So I love when I do a podcast and I get feedback. I love hearing phone calls or emails or seeing you all in person and somebody will leave a message or whatever and I get, you have no idea I needed to hear that. I even had someone call me today and ask me what the title will be uh, for the Tuesday podcast. And that makes me feel good that people are anticipating something that God wants them to hear. So I know a lot of people are hurting. I know a lot of people are in, you know, we're transitioning into a new season of after the pandemic. And we're transitioning now into going into the third year of what's next kind of feeling. We're transitioning into different things in our own country, what's happening and and who's on first. You know that you know that old saying, who's on first? We're transitioning into a new season here in New Jersey. And um, I don't know where you all are from, but like for us, we're transitioning into spring. Winter just doesn't want to leave yet. It still has its, you know, reminders. We had a cold, windy weekend and it was frigid cold. And even today's on the cooler side, but it's bright and sunny. And so we have the battle of spring and winter battling it out. And we're in transition of a new year and we're, you know, the early part of May. And but we're still in the beginning of 2022. And in the beginning of this, the year, we talked about getting through 22 with success. And I said to you back then, back in January, that God is going to bring us through this year. There's always, and I like to look at whether it's a year or a problem or whatever, there's always a mountain in front of us. There's always a mountain. I don't care who you are and what kind of life you live. There's always a mountain and somehow we got to get over it, around it, through it, under it, but we have to get to the other side, to the next journey that we're going to go on. Sometimes those mountains are pretty easy. You can climb up, climb down, and you're good to go. And other times it's like a forever journey. Will I ever get over this mountain? And those things, I think, are the things that weigh us down quite a bit. And, you know, all of us can walk around with a smile on our face and be happy and cheerful and not really show what's behind the scenes. And many of us carry a lot of burdens that some are embarrassing that, you know, things in our own family we wouldn't want to share for the, you know, the thought of somebody thinking less of us or um, making fun of us, maybe. You know, some of us carry uh, stuff around in us about our own self-worth and Am I really worth it? Or do I have a purpose? And, you know, some of you have just personal battles with struggles in your own life. And maybe it could be addiction related, you know, not necessarily a drug and alcohol addiction, which very well could be, but it might be something that just kind of, you know, it's just got a grip on your life and you, and you struggle with this on a daily basis. Anything that keeps us from the Lord and separates from the, the Lord is an addiction. And it, it could be addiction, an addiction to being a workaholic. Whether you have a full-time working job or just the busyness of life, you can keep yourself so addicted to busyness that you don't have time for the Lord. So a lot of us have these things that are just weighing us down. And we don't always like to share that with people. I get it, you know. You're awkward, you're embarrassed. And, and obviously we want to use some discretion because... You know, there are people I would definitely not choose to tell personal things to because you just know where, you know, tell that person and you tell the world. 
or they might not have the insight from the Lord or the wisdom from the Lord to really encourage you. And, um, but there was a, a song that kept coming to my head and I am grateful and thankful in so many ways. Well, let me, let me say this first. I love praise and worship. I love pretty much all styles of music. Now I know, you know, we got the old school, the new school, the whole rest. I love a variety of styles of music. I was not raised on that. I was raised hymns only. Um, and very sacred hymns and nothing with pep, no toe tapping. That's how I was raised. But I am grateful for that. I learned to appreciate hymns. And there are many times in my life I'm going through a battle or I'm going through some deep waters and a hymn will come to mind. But I also love praise and worship. And for me, there's a place for all of it. I know some of you are going to differ. You know, we all have preferences. I'm not saying this is a conviction. For me, this is a personal preference because I don't find anything in scripture that says it should be this, that, or the next thing. But with that being said, the hymns to me speak so much truth in my life on dark times. I don't know if you, do you find that? Do you find like, I don't know, maybe I'm the only one that, um, I could go through a really rough time and a hymn will pop into my head. And maybe sometimes it's not real dark times, but it's just, you know, you're going through stuff. You ever just stuff, just stuff. And you go through, um, and the hymn will pop into your head. And I refer to stuff like, you know, when your house is a mess, anybody else have a messy house sometimes? And you just look around and you go, oh, all this stuff is just driving me crazy. You know, you got a pile of laundry over there and some dishes in the sink and pile of paperwork, bills and mail you have to go through. And ladies, you know what I mean, your pocketbook. You got receipts in it. You got a candy wrapper. You got stuff in there from church. You got to clean your bag out, right? You got stuff in the bag. And if you have children and people at home, you've got, you know, a spouse or other people living with you. There's stuff. There's just stuff everywhere. And that annoys me. And it, it, it kind of, that wears me down, you know. And that's the same way in our own life. We just have stuff. Sometimes it's not heavy duty. It's just a matter of put the clothes away, take the garbage out and clean the dishes. And that job will be done. But what's the song that keeps coming back to me is Count your blessings. I am not a singer. I wish I was. If I was a singer, I would sing the song to you. But count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings and see what God hath done. Can you just hear that song going in your head? Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings and see what God has done. So in Psalm 103.2, I'm going to read from the NLT version. Let all that I am praise the Lord, and may I never forget the good things he does for me. Let all that I am, every ounce of my being, praise the Lord, and never forget the good things that he's done for me. If you're in a, in a funky kind of, you know, state of mind, and if you're in, in stuff, if you're trying to climb over a mountain and that mountain is some deep waters ahead of you, you know, sometimes I find that I can get so caught up in the thing that is bothering me that I get myself in a tizzy 
to the point I can't think straight. You get like that? I don't know, I do. And I'm like so engrossed in whatever that thing is that I'm missing all the things that are around me. And I think my focus becomes the problem instead of my focus on the Lord, who has the answers, who's already in the solution. And I'm not trying to make light of the deep water stuff. I get it, I've been there, where you almost can't breathe. You know, it, it's weighing you down to the point where you can't catch your breath and, and you don't even know where to make your next step or to turn or you, you can't even think about eating. And I get that. We've all been there. And if you are in that deep, that deep, that you can't, you can't breathe. And if you're looking at me through this camera and you're there and you're going, yeah, Alin, I can't, I just can't. You know what? I got one word for you, and that's all you need to do. Jesus. That's it. Don't pray. Don't quote a verse. Don't try and do anything. Just yell, Jesus. I have found for me, when I have been suffocated as if a pillow's over my face, and I can't breathe for the panic or the horrible things you're going through, and you just, you know what I mean if you're there or have been there. Somebody once told me, just say Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. Just yell out Jesus. God Almighty knows where you're at, knows what's going on. He's the only one that's going to get you through over, under, and around that mountain. And just claiming his name and calling out Jesus. Raise your hand. I'm not a Pentecostal personality, but whatever you got to do, just keep saying it. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, in the name of Jesus, just keep saying his name. It might not change that exact moment in time, but I'll tell you one thing. It will calm your spirit down. It will do that. And you repeat his name over and over until you feel that his presence and maybe even a whisper. I got you. I got you. I'm there. I'm here. I haven't left you. And if you're past that, and maybe you're sitting in stuff, you know, just the stuff you want to clean up, and you're a little overwhelmed or whatever, I find for myself, and I had to do this last week, is count my blessings. Name them one by one. Maybe you need to sit in your home and look around and go, I have a pantry full of food. Ooh, that's a blessing. I have... A tank of gas in my car. That's a real blessing right now with the cost of gas. I have heat. I have a roof. I have clothing. Um, I have a washer and dryer maybe to do my laundry. Now, this might sound silly, but you know, we take things for granted. We forget how blessed we are to have. For me, I have a washer and dryer in my home. It's old, it's rickety, and it's rusty. But you know what? It gets the job done. There were times where I had to go to the laundromat for years. Now, that was still a blessing that I had a place to go, you know, but we forget to thank the Lord for the things that he has given us. Don't take things for granted. Don't just assume that, oh, well, God knows. Yes, God does know our heart. No doubt about that. But we need to sort of put ourselves aside and recognize that I've got a tank of gas and I've got food in the house and you know, I just had dinner last night with some great friends and I need to thank the Lord and count count my blessings 
that I have these friends that I had great fellowship with. And then I had a friend text me last night a, oh, it was kind of like one of these texts, like, where did that come from? And they just wanted to encourage my heart. Well, they had no idea something I had prayed about in the afternoon. You know, I got to tell you, I felt like they had a microphone in my brain because I prayed about something and I specifically worded it a certain way in my prayer. And the text message I got said, I just want to encourage you today by telling you, and they filled in the blanks. But the way they worded the text was the way I worded my prayer. And so, you know, you wonder how does God answer prayer? Well, I prayed about something that I was on the fence about. And then I get a text message from a, a born-again Christian that has no idea that I just prayed about this, but God laid it on their heart to text me about an hour after I spoke it, and the wording matched perfectly. God spoke through a text message through another believer in Christ who just felt led to share this with me. And then I got home and there was something left on my doorstep with a beautiful sediment and a note that was just like, okay, Lord, you're confirming it. Then this morning I get up and I get a phone call that just basically added the icing to the cake on that. I need to count my blessings and name them, name them. Lord, you sent a text message. Lord, you answered my prayer. Lord, you gave me that gift on my doorstep. Lord, you gave me that phone call today. Lord, you gave me these friends. Lord, you're answering my prayers. Lord, you're there for me. Lord, it, what does it say in the beginning? Let all that I am praise you. Lord, I just want to praise your name today. I just want to praise you. Is the stuff still there? You know, yeah, the dishes are in the sink and I got laundry over here and I got papers over here and oh, my car's got to be cleaned out. That's a mess. And that stuff is still there. But you know what? I have a whole fresh perspective. I can look at those dirty dishes and say, you know what? Yeah, I got stuff. The dishes are dirty. Why are they dirty? Because I fed my family. What did I feed my family with? Food that was in my pantry. I have a blessing that I had food. I had a stove to cook it on. I have food to feed my family. I have a family that I can feed. And so I have dirty dishes. So what, Lynn, just do the dishes. It's gonna be fine. Why do I have laundry? Because I was able to go places and be with people and serve. And so of course I'm gonna have laundry because I got my hands dirty and get your clothes dirty. So we wash them. I'm grateful I have soap powder and I have laundry facility to do it in and, and I have clothes that I can wear. You know, we forget to look at the layers of the things that we have and to be grateful for those things. You know, even your bills, how, how do you be grateful for bills? Well, I, I know, that it, I, maybe I'm stretching it, but I'm trying to make a point. You have a cell phone bill, well, be grateful that you have a cell phone. Not everybody has a cell phone. Not everybody can afford to have a cell phone. There's another bill for something else. Well, maybe it's a bill for a doctor. Be grateful that you have a doctor that you can go to. You know, you have to think through how many people in your own life that you go, oh man, they have it rough. Did you hear so-and-so at church on Sunday? What they mentioned, oh, I, I don't know if I could go through that. You wanna stop and listen to other people, you realize how small your problems really are. If your problems are big and you can't breathe and you're suffocating, you yell out Jesus. If you just have stuff and you have problems and you know you gotta get through it and all that, don't get caught up in the stuff. What I want you to do is to count your blessings and name them one by one. 
and count your many blessings and see what God has done. Don't forget to praise his name. Don't forget to enjoy just praising the name of Jesus and just feeling at peace and knowing that you have adored and respected and loved your heavenly father. I want to thank you for coming over here today. I don't know where you are in life. I don't know. Maybe your day is perfect today. Maybe your day is a disaster today and maybe your day just has a bunch of stuff. You might need to thank the Lord for the great day. You might need to yell out Jesus because you're in deep waters. Maybe today you need to change your perspective and your focus and just count your blessings and be thankful that those dirty dishes represented food that God provided, a stove he provided, he provided dishes, and he provided the family that you fed. And all of that should never be taken for granted or forgotten and always turn it back over to the Lord. So change your perspective today and count your blessings. And remember Psalm 103.2, let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget, never forget the good things he does for me. Thanks so much for coming over today. We'll catch you next week on the next podcast.